Country edition of the Club Rugby Collective. My name is Brendan Salsotel from Queensland Rugby Union. Now it's a Friday night and for the first time since March, it is a Friday night that is leading into Saturday rugby. This weekend we will see Townsville kick off grassroots rugby resurgence and joining me this evening, I've got Blair Morgan from Brothers Townsville, Josh Fletcher from Teachers West. Boys, how are we? No, thanks very much for coming on, guys. Now, fellas, it's been obviously a long time between drinks in terms of games of rugby. Um, Josh, to throw to you first up, mate. Um, just how excited, mate, are, are you and all the fellas at Teachers West to, to get back underway tomorrow? Yeah, how good. Um, it's been a minute, so I think everyone's pretty excited just to get back around the gang. That's, I think, um, the biggest point from on our end, anyway. And Blair, for you, mate, with the fellas over at Brothers, um, how have you guys sort of prepared this week? Just sort of as everyone sort of bouncing off the walls to get back into it tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely, Sauce. Um, everyone's been, you know, chomping out the bit to get out there. Uh, everyone's fit as a fiddle, uh, ready to go. So um, it's going to be a, a big weekend here in Townsville, and I think everyone's uh, looking forward to it, that's for sure. Now, mate, obviously, we've seen some of the other comps around the country get back underway in states like South Australia and, and WA, who've obviously done a real good job with managing their, their COVID cases. You guys will be leading the charge for Queensland. How awesome is it to see, I suppose, brothers, uh, well, not brothers, I should say, Townsville at the uh, the forefront of uh, grassroots rugby's uh, return to play? Yeah, I think it's just a credit to everyone in the community, actually. Like, um, you know, I don't think... Sales has been affected by it, but, you know, health-wise, we really haven't had many cases here. So, so everyone just get back and, and support each other and, you know, sort of follow the rules um, without complaining or anything. It's, it's a credit to, to everyone in the rugby community, and this is the reward by, by getting to play rugby um, before most of Australia, which is, which is pretty, pretty cool when you think about it. Well, mate, um, you mentioned, you know, while Townsville has been in, impacted, it hasn't necessarily been... Um, you know, to the extent that we've seen in, in some of the larger yep. metropolitan areas. And I suppose for, for folks listening who don't quite understand the geography of Queensland, Brisbane to Townsville is about the same distance as uh, Brisbane to Sydney, to, to the fair way north. Um, for you actually, guys, actually, Source, can I correct you that? Correct Brisbane me. to Melbourne's quicker Brisbane to than Melbourne's Brisbane to Townsville. Right. Yeah, Brisbane to Melbourne's quicker than Brisbane to Townsville. All right. Fine downhill. <laughs> yeah, that's my little. That's my little. That's that, that's my pub fact. Every time someone wants a fact, that's my fact. Very Especially true. living overseas, they don't realize how big Australia is. No, well, I think you could just about fit most of Europe within the side of Australia. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Well, with that in mind, um, I stand corrected. Um, you guys are obviously a fair way removed from where sort of the epicenters have been down here in, in Brisbane and on the Gold Coast and like within Queensland. With, with rugby coming to a halt, um, how was it with, the, with, I suppose, your clubs up there then in terms of not being able to train and all that sort of stuff when you guys weren't necessarily experiencing that same impact that we had down here in the southeast? Do you want to go, Fletch? Uh, yeah, well, I guess the, the, well, the frustrating thing from our point of view was the fact that we, we didn't have the... Uh, obviously in the infections in the community. So it was still abiding by the same sort of uh, rules that everyone else had to, apart from the fact that uh, we didn't really have any virus getting around up here. So that was frustrating on our end. I know me personally, we were sort of itching to get back into it. We hadn't had a, a, uh, an infection up here for something like three or four weeks. 
um, outside of Brisbane or the southeast corner anyway. So that was frustrating on our end, or I thought personally anyway, the fact that we weren't able to get back to normal life, even though there weren't really any real risks of the virus up here. So, yeah, that was definitely uh, yeah, frustrating was the word I would use. And I suppose, Blair, for you, mate, um, with regards to then the return to training, um, some, pretty, yeah. some pretty strict um, situations in place with regards to um, only 20 people allowed in a group and yep. split into three sections. And I know some of the clubs like Northward up there had some even further restrictions from their training scenario. How did everyone go with um, then adjusting to the non-contact scenario and that full sort of check-in process of training? Yeah, well, I think I think everyone knew that you know this is going to happen. This is this is going to be there's going to be some sort of procedure and rules when we go back to playing rugby uh, and go back to training. So, I mean, al- although some of them you thought maybe were weren't necessary, I think um, you know ev- everyone just you know bit the bullet and just they knew they had uh, they had to do it. Um, obviously, um, just talking to Fletch earlier about his training, um, their facility is a lot different to ours, so they obviously had a lot more markers, a lot more sanitised stations. Because uh, I had more um, less space for uh, more people. Well, where brothers train, well, we're pretty lucky that we've got uh, we train Ignatius Park College, which is a big facility. Um, so it's got three full five uh, full size fields. Um, so so we had plenty of space, and it was actually uh, not until last night that I actually got to to go and talk to the reserve and third grade boys because I hadn't seen them since since we since basically rugby finished. Um, so yeah, it, it was a little strange, but. I mean, yeah, everyone's just done their job and obviously playing rugby this weekend is a reward, so it's good. Well, mate, you mentioned you only got to talk to those lower-grade fellas um, last night. Obviously, stage mm. three restrictions only kicked in last Friday, meaning contact training could resume, and you guys have only had, um, you know, just over a week to literally just over a week. It's eight days. Um, to yep. prepare for your return to play. How's everyone feeling in terms of that return to contact with uh, with a short prep time? Um, I mean, we're not feeling like fully confident, um, but, you know, everyone's in the same boat. So, um, you know, it's just going to have to, just, just going to have to happen, I guess. Uh, we tried our best to try and fit in as much contact, but then, you know, you've got, you got line outs, you've got uh, scrums, you know, you've got your team, team runs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, the week the, the week leading up to, to the first game, you're trying to fit in probably six or seven weeks worth of training. Um, so we just have to be patient. We have to do what we have to do. And then, um, yeah, we'll just go from there. We're going to we're gonna be very sore on Sundays, that's for sure. That's, that's a definite. It'll be a welcome soreness, though, won't it, mate? Yeah, uh, it'd be a good soreness. It'd be a good soreness. <laughs> you haven't made a tackle in three years. Oh, don't talk for don't talk like that. <laughs> hey, who can well, I, I haven't made a, I haven't made a tackle. I haven't made a tackle. I've never been injured. <laughs> been sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> always give a late shot to you, mate. Any day. That, and that would stop. Appreciate it. Are you one of those fly halves, Fletch, that they hide at wing in defence? Yeah, that's it. I slide out. Unless I see Blair with the ball. <laughs> that's all right. Mate. Stick to your strength, mate. <laughs> Um, now, fellas, um, I caught up with uh, with the godfather of Townsville Rugby earlier today, Terry Shields, um, mm. your, your boss, Blair. Um, yeah. And he was telling me that there's a lot of other sports in um, 
in Townsville that aren't going to get back up and running. Rugby league being one, obviously, and with the Cowboys in town, that's a it's a fair um, chunk of community sport mm. being swallowed up by rugby league up there. Have you guys seen many fellas, I suppose, um, see the rugby's getting back up and running and, and want to have a crack at, uh, at potentially the 15-man code just for a bit of a change this year? Fletch, you want to go? Yeah, so um, like I was saying to you before we jumped on here, we've actually had a fair few come across, which is exciting for us considering there's so many uh, good athletes floating around in Townsville. Obviously a very strong uh, rugby league presence here with the Blackhawks and obviously the Cowboys. So, we've yeah, we've picked up a few. Um, luckily for us, a few of them are actually rugby uh, juniors that, are, that transferred into over the league a little bit later. So they know what's going on a little bit, but... Um, a lot of them are, are keen to play third grade just because they, they want to play some sort of football. But we've been lucky to have a few that are, that are serious and uh, will definitely be good for the comp uh, in general, just having the, those better athletes floating around. And hopefully we can hold on to them for, uh, for a couple of years at least or next year if they enjoy it. That's so, yeah, yeah, crossed. yeah, good I for rugby, I think. I think that's the biggest issue is that obviously they're, they're coming across and, and, and you want them to stay. You know, they, They're good athletes. They're going to do the job. But you want them to stay next year, so we've got to put on a good show. And uh, as as Fletch said, some of those some of those guys have come across are ex juniors or um, even played a bit of senior rugby, so um, they might want to get a taste again. And um, and yeah, it'd be great to see on the field a couple of decent athletes finally having a crack. I think we've taken a step in the right direction with the NRC games up here and and the new uh, reformatted rep carnivals that that creates a, a clearer pathway. So I think that's definitely a step in the right direction. <laughs> The Wallabies game up here would have been massive for us. Yeah, definitely. That's a bit of a bit of a shame. Yeah, yeah, that was going to be a cracking game too. Well, I suppose in 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 contrast to that, Blair, mate, you were obviously closely involved with um, the Reds to Regions tour at the back end of yep. last year, and you had um, Twain Atuli and Angus Scott Young come up before then. Lucan Salakai Loto and James O'Connor came up, so. You had some good names come up there, and then um, a lot of Townsville folk would have celebrated when, when Twainer uh, made his debut yeah, last weekend for absolutely. the Reds against the Cars. Um, how massive is uh, that sort of stuff, mate, for, for boosting union in the region and just getting um, getting some of the, the players who are obviously playing at that top level in front of the juniors? Yeah, definitely. Well, obviously seeing, um, seeing T make his debut on uh, on Friday, and he played, he played bloody well too, I must add. Um, yeah, it was, it was just great to see because he did a lot of community stuff um, where, where James and, and Luke Khan did a lot more stuff in, in the actual regional parts of Townsville uh, with Charles Towers and Burdekin um, where Angus and, and T did a lot of local stuff. Uh, and we visited a lot more schools. So, you know, we had people, you know, congratulating T, so, you know, sending us messages to pass on to T, um, you know, because obviously, like, they never forget. They see a six-foot-five... Uh, you know, humongous rugby player come to their school. Uh, that kind of stuff sticks with them for the for the rest of their life. Um, so you know, it was it was it was really cool, and uh, and and that whole red, uh, Reds to Region um, concept was was fantastic. We got so much out of that for those four boys to come up to our um, to our part of uh, Queensland, and and you know, from talking to them, they they seem to enjoy it as well. So we'd always back that kind of stuff from the Reds. Um, and even if, you know, every now and then one, one of them comes up and does a weekend here or, you know, go visit some schools during the week, um, you know, Source, we always do great hospitality here. So, um, you know, 
anyone who wants to come up and, and spend a couple of days up north, they're, they're definitely more than welcome. Can highly recommend the trip to Townsville. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, I suppose, fellas, with, with throwing back to, I suppose, a few players sort of coming over and play union, I know this has uh, had a massive benefit for the women's game um, with mm-hmm. the addition of, of two new teams. So... Uh, brothers and Burdekin will be coming into the comp and um, Blair for you mate obviously um, women's rugby it's definitely on the rise from a TDIU point of view yeah 100% um, I was uh, I was fortunate enough to, to coach um, the women's team last year uh, the, the Brolers team that went down to Brisbane um, and I, that was sort of my first first taste of women's rugby and you know I really got um, like I understood what uh, their their passion, you know, what they want out of the game. Because before that, I I kind of really didn't follow it. Um, but after that, you know, I was I, I was sold on the concept. I loved it. Um, you know, they they're involved in in the club and the process as much as any other player out there. Um, and to have um, uh, five teams uh, for for this year's comp is, is you know it's a credit to to everyone that's involved, volunteers and all that. Um, and and to also have have a women's team back at, at my club. Um, it is it, it is a bit fortunate that the, the rugby league comp um, didn't go ahead this year, but hopefully, you know, you pick up a couple of extra players who, who may were, were thinking about joining, and then, you know, from there, if some of them stay on, then you might have another team for next year. So it's definitely good signs, um, but just fingers crossed come next year that we can we can build and improve on, on, on what we have. Definitely, mate. Well, hopefully being a Women's Rugby World Cup year next year, mm. that creates a bit of a hype. But um, while, while the women's games obviously benefited and we've seen some clubs pick up some um, league fellas, I know a few of the clubs up there have um, have had, faced some challenges, um, one being Charters Towers, who unfortunately are only going to field a team in, um, in C grade this year. Yeah, uh, well, obviously Fletcher and myself have have both experienced Charters Towers both in juniors and, and in the seniors and it's a it's a bit disappointing and Fletch probably agree with me here that um, what what we saw from Charters Towers last year, although I didn't play, I was watching from the sideline, uh, their their growth in the seniors was tremendous and, and they won the, the junior championships last year as well. So there's plenty of, of support out there for, for rugby union, but just the way the world goes, uh, it just hasn't obviously uh, worked out for them, um, and you know, maybe maybe they'll stick to third grade for a couple of years. Maybe they'll want to head back to A grade next year or uh, up up in reserve grade as well. But um, I don't think it's the end or anything for senior rugby in charters. It's just just a bit of a bit of a setback, and I'm sure that all those passionate uh, charters towers fans will be will be wanting to get to get their club back up to the top. No, well, there's yeah, I think. Rugby community out there, which is good to see. But uh, Fletcher, I'll let you inject there, mate. Yeah, I was just going to say it really is disappointing because Charters Towers, they've, uh, they've, like Blair was saying, they really do have a really uh, passionate uh, support group out there in Charters Towers, and I think it, it just speaks to one of the challenges of country rugby, and that's just the geography um, and how far those boys are away from each other. Because half their half their team was from Townsville, and I know. Personally, how frustrating it was for them on a Tuesday night. Uh, half the boys would train in Townsville, and the other half would train in Charters Towers, and then they would try and meet up for one one session a week. And I know personally how frustrating that would be, just taking for granted how easy it is to train with all of our team. But 
you know, like that's something that a lot of people don't understand playing in uh, metropolitan rugby areas is, is just how difficult it is travelling each week and trying to trying to scrap together teams. But, yeah, very disappointing to see them go. No, very true. Very true. Um, now, fellas, obviously, um, this weekend, everyone's going to be playing at, uh, at Mike Carney Toyota Park, um, which I know isn't necessarily an uncommon um, scenario up there. Um, Blair, what's sort of been the process, mate, behind the scenes from a TDAU point of view, mate, to get um, t- uh, to get Mike Carney up, up to scratch this weekend with regards to COVID regulations and all that sort of stuff for, for everyone to come in and, and play their matches? Yeah, um, it's, been, it's been one of those stressful weeks. Uh, obviously, we had a public holiday as well in Townsville on Monday, um, so we really only had... Uh, from Tuesday till till today to get to get everything sorted, um, you know we've we've gone through all the paperwork. We've uh, we've tried our best to to make everything as simple as possible. Um, you know, there's there's obviously you know you've got to make some mistakes or um, you know because obviously there's a lot to a lot to get get done on the day. But I mean, I guarantee you now there's plenty of hand sanitizer there. There's plenty of signage as well. Um, and you know, we we just want everyone there to feel comfortable. So, um, and I think I think you know, with with Denise, our, our um, admin officer, and and Terry and Dan as well, who who help him, um, I, I think they've done a really really good job. Um, and and the communication also to to the players and clubs has been really good. Um, I, and I just hope that you know, it, it is obviously going to be frustrating because the rest of the world seems to be, or the rest of Queensland, sorry, seems to be moving forward and then back to community sport it's like we're six weeks six weeks ago kind of thing um with obviously a lot of the a lot of the rules and and restrictions based on community sport to to what you can do at Woolworths and you know shopping centers and stuff now there's a is totally different um so people just have to understand that community sport obviously is just starting um where where other places have been doing it for for multiple weeks um, and, and, and I think with the community, I think we'll be right. Um, but yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed that it just goes smoothly tomorrow and we can play some good footy. Very true. Now, um, fellas, obviously, you guys are at different clubs. Blair, you're at Townsville Brothers, and uh, Josh, yep. you're at Teachers West. Um, just talk us through who you guys are going to be playing tomorrow each and um, what sort of the rivalry is like in, in the senior comp up there. I know you guys all come together for that NQ team or the Townsville team and it's all a very sort of tight-knit community, but um, you guys are spread out across a few clubs um, and within Townsville I'm imagining there's some pretty uh, some tight rivalries um, amongst some of the guys at the top of that ladder. Yeah, so... To your first point, we play uni tomorrow, who um, have been reintroduced into the first grade comp uh, a few years ago. So West, Western Suburbs, Fletcher. Western uh, Suburbs. Sorry, Western Suburbs. We had a, a name change um, this year. But, yeah, they, they bounce around for a while. Um, I'm not sure who their rival is. I know their rival is Brothers. Who did, who did Western Suburbs rival with? Oh... Uh, I'm not too sure. Probably everyone. <laughs> well, I haven't. I mean, I mean, credit to them. The the last two years for for poor old uh, Western Suburbs or University used to be called. Um, they they have been struggling to 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 get the W. Um, you know, but 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 they but they rock up uh, week in week out. But you know, from from my sources and a couple of 
um, messages and stuff is that is that their team is is looking very very dynamite and um, they've got some some good quality young players and they've got a fair few rugby league players that have come across that are, that are quite talented and they also have a have a new coach in Dave Whalen who's just probably one of the most passionate rugby men I've ever met in my life. Uh, he lives and breathes it. Um, and he'll get those boys uh, nice and fit, and also just a little bit of that rugby brain as well for those for those guys coming over. So, I think teachers JCU, uh, sorry, teachers Western Suburbs tomorrow is going to be an absolute cracking match because it's probably yeah, two, of the, good two of the top teams I reckon for this year. Plus brothers. That's <laughs> And uh, who are brothers got tomorrow, Blake? Well, we've got um, we've got the army, so larks. Um, Labrack Army uh, Rugby Club. So uh, obviously, Larks only got uh, introduced to the um, senior comp last year, and in their maiden year, they ended up um, making the grand final and losing to, to Teachers West in a in a pretty pretty good battle. Um, so if they have any rivals, it's probably probably Fletcher's team that they want to definitely topple. Um, but in, in most cases, everyone everyone's against brothers, so everyone doesn't like the fish. Yeah. Um, so Exactly, yeah. So I think um, I think tomorrow they're going to come out firing, and, and with the army, they they play with their heart and their sleeve. They're they're very passionate, um, and and they're de- and they definitely um, stick to their tackles and stuff like that. So it's going to be a very very tough encounter, but I'm I'm extremely confident that uh, my my brothers boys are are going to uh, get the job done and uh, then enjoy a nice beer at uh, at our Molly Loans pub after. Bit of a name drop there. <laughs> Shit, that's Molly. Shit, Chad, Molly Lines. Fellas, having um, followed the Townsville comp from afar for the last couple of years, you know, I sort of understand that the brothers and teachers West are sort of arguably sort of your two top clubs up there. Would you guys say that that's sort of the biggest rivalry in town? Yeah, definitely over the um, my playing career. Anyway, it's always looking forward to playing brothers. That's uh, the one that you you circle on the calendar. And I know that even last night we were talking about it. We we're um, gearing up for brothers. Brothers are probably fall, fair to say probably fallen off the pace the last couple of years. But I think that they've recruited well from what I've heard. We haven't had a, a crack at them this year in the two games that we have played. But we're already sort of circled in the calendar and looking forward to that. That's by far our biggest uh, biggest games of the year is brothers. Yeah, no, I'll I'll second that. Um, Teachers West, uh, you always get reminded of the uh, of the rivalry from the old boys that come down, and it's it's amazing to see when when it's a Teachers West game, how many people actually turn up to training. These absolute randoms want to come just just purely to play Teachers West. Um, so you know you kind of understand that rivalry, um, and and it's it's funny listening to some of the old boys. They were actually like Fletch and I are mates. We talk after the game, and they absolutely hate it. I, I don't know why, but. Obviously, some some bad things happened in the early two thousand, late nineties. So, um, you know, but but that is a game that's that's definitely one that we look forward to. Uh, and Teachers West have been a powerhouse in towns of rugby for the past five six years, um, and everyone's definitely sick of them winning. So, although that's everyone but brothers, <laughs> um, I think everyone's definitely out to uh, to to knock Teachers West off the uh, off, off the top spot, and. Um, yeah, it's just obviously whoever's got uh, got the best game of the day to, to do it, but they're definitely going to be um, extremely hard to beat with, uh, with with the team they've got. That's five straight premierships, isn't it, Fletch? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's an impressive run, mate. 
Yeah, we've been lucky. Two, two years unbeaten, haven't you? Two seasons. Yeah, going, yeah. yeah. I think last time we lost was semi-final. You guys, twenty. Yeah, twenty seventeen. You won that grand final. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We should have won that grand final. <laughs> yeah, we uh, lost the last round game, lost the major semi, and then got you in the grand yeah. final. That's right. Unlucky. Sometimes yeah, you gotta take right. the hard road to the GF, mate. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, we, we needed it. Just asked uh, University of Queensland last year, mate. Yeah. Mind you, yeah, exactly. take, take an exam with right. Joel Campbell in your back line helps. Yeah, that very much uh, it made a massive difference. <laughs> Don't have to paint a picture as long as you get the chocolates. Very true, very true. Um, now, Blair, mate, while, while the seniors is kicking off this week, mate, we're set to see uh, juniors return next week, mate. Um, how much of an effort has yep. it been sort of with the juniors to get I suppose with parents, it's a bit of a different uh, kettle of fish in terms of making sure that they're all comfortable with making sure safety procedures and all that sort of stuff's in place with regards to the COVID scenario. But um, exciting to see the junior stuff get back up and running next weekend, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the big things or the big marketing uh, points that we have at Towns of Rugby is our Friday night juniors. Um, it's, it, it's amazing when the parents come down there for the first time and they absolutely love it. They get to have a drink and we'll on the sideline cheer on their team um, and everyone just has a great um, a great night of rugby uh, but I mean again it's, it's going to be the same as the seniors the, the clubs have been fantastic with with all the communication um, and, and it's, it's, it's really going to be driven by them you know we can't be the, the bad guys all the time by telling people not what to do you can't sit there you got to move away etc so to have the clubs actually implement that and start sending out this stuff via social media and at trainings um, it's just it's just going to be a, like a lot easier for the, the town's rugby staff um, just just to you know get things moving along. Um, you know, it's it's no secret to anyone what the rules are. Um, everyone knows what what needs to be done. It's just um, you know fingers crossed they just just abide by them and we can play some rugby. That's all the kids want. They just want to get out there and start tackling, scoring tries, kicking the footy, and and seeing their mates again. That's that's the main part. No, very true, mate. Very true. Now, Matt, I know you've mentioned a few times throughout this, Blair, the, the volunteers. Um, with the volunteers, I'm talking to you guys in the admin. Terry was mentioning today, mate, um, how much support he sort of received from Gav Head and the community rugby team at, at QRU, and there's obviously been a lot of education opportunities throughout this period, whether that's doing your smart rugby course or taking part in, in the COVID safe officer stuff. Um, yep. From your perspective, mate, as, a, as an administrator within the regional rugby ranks, um, mate, what's sort of your view been of the support that you've got from a QIU perspective over the last few months? Oh, it's, it's, it's been tremendous. I mean, there's probably not been a day in the last two weeks I haven't got some sort of contact from either Gavin himself or, um, and, and this is from a playing point of view, not, not, not because I work for TDRU, um, and, and obviously um, anyone else from the QIU just sending out um, you know, all, all different education. And, and, and I know that there, there's a lot of different restrictions. It changes every day. So, you know, and, and, and you would know this too, Source, that he's been extremely busy uh, with all the procedures and policies that he has to, you know, fit within um, community sport, especially rugby. So um, it's an absolute credit to, to everyone who's, who's been involved with, with getting Rugby Union Queensland back on track. Um, and again, this this is the reward. I mean, states are still a couple of weeks behind, and 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 we're we're getting started. So we just have to embrace that and celebrate it, and um, put put on a good show for everyone who's going to come down and watch or 
or be involved. So definitely massive credit to the to the QU staff and all the volunteers involved. No, definitely good to see, mate. And um, hopefully this collaborative approach to getting regional rugby back up and started continues as we we move forward past this and it's a it's a great step forward for the community game at both the junior and senior levels. Definitely. Alright, well, fellas, obviously it's Friday night before you play, so no doubt you guys have got some, some pasta to go to cook up, maybe do some carb loading and some descriptions <laughs> pizza what, what your routines are. Maybe we should, we should you, ask this. You what's the way to do all What's the carb? <laughs> <laughs> what would you fellas say the usual sort of uh, pre-game routine on a Friday evening um, we'll throw to you first Fletch uh, me personally I usually just kick back something relaxing nothing too too crazy I usually work a Friday night for a couple of hours anyway so that usually uh, makes it hard to, to make plans so finish work kick back like you said big feed chill out fair enough yeah. you Blair, nice, mate, any secrets uh, no, not really. Um, obviously, if we have Friday night juniors on and I'm working, uh, it's pretty hard to knock back the uh, dag with dog or steak sandwich at the um, at, at the local barbecue you have down there on Friday. But um, I've just got to stop drinking on a Friday now. I, I got used to those Friday beers actually; they were quite they were quite good. So I'm going to definitely got to uh, yeah, definitely got to have to cut that back and, um, and 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 wait till we get the victory on a Saturday to. To then go and enjoy some nice coldies down at our local pub. That's a mile away. Fair enough. All good. All right, fellas, we'll, we'll leave you to it to get stuck into your routines. Uh, we'll dodge to the bar fridge, Blair. And, uh, <laughs> and fellas, best of luck for tomorrow. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we look forward to uh, the next time Brothers and Teachers West play. Absolutely. North Queensland for that one. Anytime, Sauce. Thanks for having us, mate. Love what you're doing. Thank you, fellas. Much appreciated. Best of luck.